to some of my friends that went through it and lost their battles, they got to eat a lot of ice cream because yeah. they were trying to put weight back on from the weight loss from the chemo. Oh yeah. Which is just That's... when you, when you know what you know, it's just it's 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 sad to hear. Yeah, if if ice cream cured cancer, there wouldn't be any cancer. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Welcome to the I Am Healing Strong podcast. My name is Jim Mann, your host, along with Allie Powell, who is, well, she's out of town. She's a busy girl, but maybe it's just me. Maybe I just don't have a life. That's not it. Anyway, this podcast is an outreach of the Healing Strong organization. We're a network of hundreds of support groups throughout the country and around the world, bringing hope to so many people that are facing life-threatening challenges. We focus on rebuilding the body, renewing the soul, and refreshing the spirit through God's Word. Now here's another inspiring story of hope. Well, today I have Rob and Rachel Clausen. Uh, I said that correctly. Yes. Sir. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I feel good. We can end this right now. <laughs> but I'm just kidding, of course. I want to get your story. Uh, you guys are already a part of Healing Strong. Uh, I believe you're group leaders there in Arizona. That's right. Yep. Yeah. How long have you been doing that? It's been um, a little over a year now. Yeah. We did not have Healing Strong in our lives and we were going through Rob's cancer. So it's been such a blessing. I don't know how we did it without Healing Strong in the community. So that's why we kind of, as soon as we heard about it, we jumped right in and learned as much as we could. And um, you've interviewed our friend Kay Blackburn from Tucson. Um, yeah. I had met with her about something else and she said you need to be a healing strong leader and I said well I don't even know what that is <laughs> so I joined her group and for about three or four months and then we decided to uh, have a group ourselves so we're excited we've learned so much from so many people it's just every time we have a group meeting you know we're just leading it we're not teaching it we just learn from each other and support each other and it's just been a big blessing it almost seems like it was an answer to a question. The question was, why, why, why me, God? Why, why, why have I been so fortunate? And uh, we, we just yeah. kind of felt like this was our calling and we want to help share information, give people hope. Yeah. Well, let's go back to the story of when you first got the diagnosis, Rob. When, when was that? Well, I, I, I kind of call it in two stages. I was informally diagnosed February 1st of 2018 uh, when a, a urologist told me he actually asked me if anybody ever had ever told me I had prostate cancer before. And um, based on his uh, fear tactics and horrible bedside manner, I decided to look at alternatives. And, and, and that's what uh, led me down the path less traveled. And then in March of, of 2020, we decided to have our questions answered instead of just wondering and that's when we found out that it had def it definitely was prostate cancer. It had definitely metastasized, and we were fearful that we were going to have to play with the big boy, so to speak. So mm. we went to uh, a major hospital in, in in this area that is well known. I won't mention their name, but fortunately, that urologist also had a horrible bedside manner. It actually, kind of poo pooed our uh, our spiritual faith. Uh, didn't really give, didn't really give us much options other than just diving right into chemo, given the, given where it had spread, uh, had a, had a stage four, uh, diagnosis with a Gleason nine on my uh, biopsy. And, uh, I just couldn't bring myself to do chemo. I had spent the previous two years building up my immune system as much as possible. And, uh, that's what led us to the alternative 
that we chose and um, in six months went from a PSA of 24 and a half to uh, 0 0.1 with no evidence mm -hmm. of disease. So uh, even our doctor said that's not necessarily miraculous results, but the time frame was pretty miraculous. So we're, we're chalking it up the one for the big guy, so to speak. Well, yeah, but that's because we went out of the country to get that kind of therapy, though. Right. And that's the frustration yeah. that we have experienced and the, and the expense because it's not covered by health insurance. And, and it's, a, it's a treatment that I don't know how much detail you want, but uh, it's a treatment that was uh, discovered by an American doctor who won, won the Nobel Prize for immunotherapy. And then Baylor University in Texas took that research and made a vaccine out of it. But because it uses your own blood, as I understand it, it cannot be patented and therefore the FDA won't approve it. And therefore the American medical community won't or can't use it. So uh, from what we've heard, there's something like 30 other countries that are using it, but North America is not one of them. Wow. Yeah, so we, we boosted uh, Rob's immune system with Chris Wark's program, Square One program that most people from Healing Strong are familiar with. So when we got to uh, Tijuana, um, the doctor was just so pleased how good Rob was feeling, all his blood work. He just said, what have you been doing? Like, you should not be feeling this good having stage four cancer. And so he was really excited that he could tell right away that Rob was going to react very well to the therapy there where it usually might take, you know, a year or so, but luckily six months later, I think, because, so we're really grateful for uh, Chris Wark's program and just all the research that we did on, you know, vitamin C IVs and yeah, we, just a lot of natural things. We were that definitely we swimming upstream because uh, most of my family and a lot of Rachel's family were questioning what we were doing. And, and, and given the research we'd done, the books we'd read, uh, it just seemed like it was something I wanted to do. That plus the fact that that uh, my mother passed away eight months after she was told she had cancer and, and, and she went the radiation route. And, and um, I wasn't willing to uh, spend my last eight months the way she had. And that's what really what honestly what caused me to look for alternatives. Yeah, that, that's amazing. The mindset that that we have. I mean, of course, I grew up that way also, but there was no cancer anywhere in my family. So we didn't know a whole lot. But the mentality was, hey, if you do have cancer, if, you know, God forbid, you just do the chemo and radiation, because that's, that's all there is. And, and, the doctors and you, tell you. yeah, and you don't want to like, say, well, the doctors don't know. I know better because that doesn't <laughs> sound right either. But then <laughs> yeah. as you get into it, you realize, well, wait a minute, you know, some of these doctors and like not bashing them, but some of them are like, nutrition has nothing to do with it. And right there, they lose me. I'm like, yep. okay, I'm, I'm no doctor, but you know, I'm, I'm smart enough to know that what you eat has everything to do with your health. Well, I mean, they've, they've said for decades now that smoking can cause lung cancer. Well, isn't that a personal choice you're making? Yeah. Same, same with the other things you put in your body. I really am convinced that that uh, it uh, we are what we eat. And a lot of people get away with it for their lives. But for some reason, some of us don't. And it triggers something. So, uh, And you never know when that's going to happen. And, and um, no one knows how they'll react until they actually hear... The right. doctor in that little examining room or meeting rooms use the c word and you don't know what you'll do until then yeah and 
and even if you're ready mentally, it's it's a punch in the gut yeah. when you hear yeah. that. I tried to take notes. I was trying to take notes when the doctor was talking, and 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 I was I, I know I was just in a in a, a daze. A daze, yeah, a daze. Because yeah. because after I got out of the office, I couldn't even I couldn't even make sense of my notes. <laughs> Now, were you healthy before that? I mean, were you? Um... Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I rarely, rarely have been sick in our twenty-six years of marriage, and and um, I'm not, uh, I'm not an exerciser, but I've always considered myself fit. I do a lot of do-it-yourself projects. Um, I hunt in the fall, so I hike quite a bit. Rachel tells me one month a year of hiking or of exercise isn't adequate, but, um, <laughs> so I am finally trying to get on a program like that. But, um, the doctor had uh, looked at my records that I'd kept for a lot of years and he figured that my cancer started around 2014 or 2013. And so, uh, he was quite surprised when my, uh, pet CT scan didn't light up like a Christmas tree. So he, he, uh, was very pleasantly surprised. And I think, I think the biggest factor of why, I've done so well um, is because of all the proactive things we did for the first two years and granted might have been easier to deal with had we tested sooner but the the, the fact that that going to Oasis uh, of Hope was our plan A and the uh, American Hospital I probably shouldn't mention the name, so I won't, um, would be plan B. And, and, um, I did do the hormone therapy, which both people recommended. Uh, but I decided to put the chemo off, uh, and I did end up doing some low dose chemo pills, which have, didn't have really any side effects that I've noticed. Mm -hmm. Um, but, the the natural stuff we did before built up immune system. Uh, also the reason, same reason why I didn't get the COVID shot. Cause I, didn't want to mess up uh, the work I had done with my immune system and also figured I was as healthy as I'd ever been. Right. Yeah. yeah. Rob actually aged backwards when he got his cancer. <laughs> he was so healthy by the time we went to the hospital. Yeah. So it was good. <laughs> uh, so you were liking that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, he, you know, he was addicted to sugar though, and he was almost 40 when we got married. So I think his eating habits before that definitely played into I me. Mean, you can't, nobody can tell why you actually get cancer, but as mm. far as not a lot of trauma or anything like that in his younger days. So we think it was probably his eating lifestyle the most. Yeah. I did have a 60 year love affair with sugar and, and she was very <laughs> addictive. <laughs> yeah. I had that same thing. <laughs> um, and I'm always skinny. So I thought, well, yeah, I can, I can eat a lot of sugar, you know, the calories. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I piled cal I never counted calories, but, uh, I worked with a guy who did cause he lost 140 pounds, uh, in his health journey. Hmm. Um, and he counted my calories and was just shocked at how much I ate and it made him mad cause I couldn't gain an ounce. And so he was always mad at me. So, yeah, high metabolism is something we don't appreciate until we lose it. Yeah. <laughs> now, of course, how long was it before you got uh, tied in with Healing Strong? Obviously, with uh, Kay, which I really enjoy talking with yeah. Kay. She's, she's yes. a lot of fun. She is. Um, let's see. So, you, No Evidence of Disease was what, 21? No Evidence of Disease was uh, January 21. 
January 20, uh, 2021 was uh, mm. no evidence of disease. But um, it so was, two years after. Yeah. About one year and, and a half, half. About a year and a half after his. Um, Positive. Yeah. So we still go back to Oasis of Hope once a year, every January. We have two more to go. And so just a constant, you know, doing all the right things and a lot of prayer. And but, yeah, I would say about a year and a half after is when Kay and I discussed Healing Strong and she shared that. Yeah, it would have been wonderful. I mean, we did we did uh, rely on uh, uh, Square One with uh, Chris and of mm-hmm. course, we also uh, watched the uh, Truth About Cancer videos. Mm-hmm. Um, I always tell people that when my when my wife conceived triplets through no real extra effort of our own, we found a place called the Triplet Connection, which was a great support group. And wow. um, uh, still scary, but uh, um, <laughs> would love to have known about Healing Strong. And as we look back on our on our research, we realized we had heard something about it a long time ago. We never really pursued it. Right. And, you know, every year, leader, Jim, every, uh, every lesson, the curriculum was like, oh my gosh, we did these things. This is so cool. Now we get to make sure other people hear about it. You know, like we, we thought we were the only people on the planet doing these weird things that aren't so weird because there's so many more people doing them. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you know, you look that, you know, you look that kind of weird. Uh, two things I never oh, thought yeah. I would do. The two things I never thought I would do would, would homeschool, which I ended up homeschooling, and helping my husband through a cancer journey holistically. Two things I never would have thought, but God completely, we see clearly that he put both of those on our plates. And we clearly see why after, of course. And so now yeah. we're so grateful. Yeah, once we accomplished the uh, road less traveled with educating our kids, this option, I guess, seemed like a normal option for the rebel in me, I guess. That plus, you know, (laughs) most people don't want to make a a, a life or death situation um, themselves. Most people want help or they want someone else to make it for them. And and that plus, you know, health insurance covers traditional treatment. Um, But uh, it is, it is hard to make that decision. Well, you felt God was. Well, yes, I, I, I did. You know, I, the story I tell is, when it, when I got the the diagnosis, I thought I told the doctor I, I thought well if, if if surgery will let me spend more time with my wife and kids, I'll do it. And they said, well, that's not really an option given where your cancer is spread. And I had a heavy sigh, and I said, well, I guess I'll do radiation then if that's okay. It killed my mom early, but uh, if it gives me more time with my wife and kids, I'll do it. And they said, no, that's not really prescribed treatment for this situation either. And I just a real heavy sigh, and they said chemo and hormone therapy for the rest of your life for the rest of your life and and so it just seemed like oh. like god was closing the one door after another and i honestly felt this was the first time i honestly felt that i was being guided by by god uh to to keep heading down the hallway because each time i tried to go in a door it got closed and um and and the one that was open i just couldn't i couldn't do it and so um that's how we ended up starting to do our research and, and finding, finding the information we did. And, and uh, there was also a local place here in, in uh, uh, Scottsdale that I had actually heard some ads about high-dose high vitamin C IVs. And that's really mm-hmm. kind of what, what started me towards that path. And we started with them, and then we uh, continued on when we got back to Idaho. So wow. the, the, whole, the whole different philosophy of, of beefing up your immune system to fight the cancer rather than trying to kill everything in your body to kill the cancer. Yeah. 
like Billy said on yesterday's podcast, you know, that nurse had told him that, you know, chemo will kill the cancer, but chemo usually causes the cancer to come back. So that was on our mind too. Yeah. Did you did you find that uh, that once you were doing these and I totally get the thing uh, with my you know, my wife was a teacher for fourteen mm-hmm. years and then mm-hmm. and we've ended up homeschooling all four of our kids. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And my wife says I would never do that because those people are weird. And then we yeah, yeah. yeah, I did too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we are one. and then also i didn't know i would how i would react to cancer and Mm -hmm. i wasn't you know i didn't know anybody with cancer and then as soon as i got my diagnosis um and of course i was on radio at the time so i got bombarded by all kinds of books and stuff like that and i think i got a couple of chris warks and i heard about the uh Truth about cancer and all kinds of stuff. And of course, through Chris Walker, I heard about Healing Strong. Right. And, and I'm like, okay, this all makes sense. But it also overwhelmed me because there's yes. so many ways to go. It's not like, well, just eat, you know, eat this and you'll be fine. Or, you know, I understand right. eating more vegetables and fruit and all that. I mean, that makes sense. And, but there's just so many. And you, can't really, and you can't really share all that with your family. They're going to say, you're telling me you're going to cure your cancer with more carrots and beets? I mean, (laughs) but people have done it. (laughs) Yeah, we juiced a lot. I still juice daily, but um, we juiced a lot. Had my juice this morning. I think it's, uh, I think think it's what, two and a half or three years. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, it is a lot of work. But, and and the thing with that too, Jim, is I think, and I'm one of those people, so I'm not going to judge when people think here, oh, you're just you're just going to treat your cancer naturally. I think that they assume we're just not really going to do anything. We're just you know like going to pray going. about it. And, yeah. um, but you know, doing yeah. it this way is so much more work. Than yeah, doing it really it is. Than just going into a clinic and getting some chemo or radiation. Like this is a full time job. Come from, <laughs> also, from what I've seen, um, some of my friends that went through it and lost their battles, they got to eat a lot of ice cream because yeah. they were trying to put weight back on from the weight loss from the chemo. Oh yeah. Which is just That's... when you when you know what you know, it's just it's 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 sad to hear. Yeah, if if ice cream cured cancer, there wouldn't be any cancer. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So yeah, so one thing I love to do is uh as a health coach, I like to help people take I just help them with tips and tricks on how to do all the things, nutrition, but in a quick way. So it isn't as full time because when, when we were first doing it, it just seemed like I was in the kitchen all the time and I've learned so much since then. So so that's probably where I, I enjoy the most with healing strong. You know, try this tip or try this trick. And you know, whether it's freezing juice or prepping all your vegetables for a whole week and then juice and making soups and all those kind of things. So now it's just a way of life that we, you know, don't think of it as a burden at all. We just think of it as a blessing really. Yeah, and we and Healing Strong recently had a uh, jump start. Yes, and, and uh, I was part of uh, day whatever I forgot when it was day ten or whatever. Yes, uh, I was on a panel discussion, but you were uh, on there earlier, and I get, didn't get a chance yeah, to see it. We but, were uh, we were on day two. Day two. I was on yeah. Thursday. Day after K. Yep. Okay. So I got to share some of my tips on there, which I enjoyed, and that was a great opportunity. Because, yeah, sometimes yeah. you think you're just kind of married to your kitchen, you know, unless I, I did have a lot of people say to me, uh, women, actually, that said, I would never 
juice for my husband. I would never do all those things that you do. And I'm like, well, of course you would. <laughs> if you know Apparently my wife loves me more. <laughs> <laughs> so I try to make it easier than what it sounds like, you know, so that people will be willing to maybe do that if they had to. It is life changing. And, 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 and this is the thing. Um, I think a lot of people go in, go in for their treatment and think, well, that, that, that's the part that's going to heal me. And so I don't have to do anything else. And, and, you know, whether it's, whether it's a, uh, lifestyle change to get healthy and lose weight versus taking a diet pill, you know, it's difficult. Yeah. And, 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 and it's not, uh, I think that's one reason why a lot of people's cancer comes back because they don't stick with it. Yes, definitely. I mean, and even if the chemo, you know, knocks it back a little, if you don't change your lifestyle, you know, it's still going to be there and come back kind of mad. Can have it still have a cheeseburger once in a while. It just can't be a regular regular thing. Yeah, that's probably the hardest thing for Rob and I now is empty nesters because our yeah. kids are out now. Is to try not to be the mom or the wife and the mom. <laughs> like you need to do this, and you know we've we've come this far. You can't go back, and you know. And you hear um, I've heard lots of different documentaries on. Yeah, it's not just like with anything else. It's a lifestyle change. You know, and sometimes yeah. he just wants me to back off a little bit, but I have a hard time doing that. Well, sometimes <laughs> I want to have just, you know, I want to have a little bit of relief for the, for what we've accomplished. And um, I'm reminded that my my reward for doing everything we've done is I'm still alive. And so yeah. I got to kind of remind myself that, uh, that, yeah, that is that is the reward. And I, I can't sneak over to Dairy Queen once a week. <laughs> And you feel better, right? Right. Eating yes. Up. Yeah. Yeah. That took me a long time to realize that my wife's eating healthy for our whole marriage wasn't so she'd live longer. It was so that she'd feel good for the years that we have left. And yeah. It's not just about looking good. It's about feeling good. But our society's kind of hung up on one more of one than the other. But uh, no, I, I just, I've lost several friends in our Rotary Club. Uh, and I don't know how many people can listen to this, so I won't get too specific. But... <laughs> One of them was gone in four weeks of treatment. And, 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 and the thing I keep coming back to is it doesn't have to be this way. And, cause, and this is why we're on Healing Strong. We want to let people know that there are alternatives. And sure, you may die if you don't do the traditional, but you also may die doing the traditional. And, and, and I have not been sick one day of treatment in over five years. And, and, wow. and, you know, the doctors we got very well, have gotten very well acquainted with after five trips uh, to uh, Oasis, um, they said, we are more concerned about the quality of life than we are just quantity. And, and mm-hmm. that, you know, if you're, if you're alive, but you feel lousy, have you accomplished anything? So I just, I, I, I hope in my lifetime, or at least in my kids' lifetime, uh, that the American medical community would embrace the research and the things that the rest of the world is doing because when American ingenuity gets behind something, they can do amazing things. And I, and I, and I do, I do expect that in, in the years to come, people will look back on how we treated cancer uh, as barbaric and they'll compare it to the bloodletting and the leeches that they, they used to do. And, and uh, you know, pumping yourself full of poison and hoping for a good outcome. It's just, doesn't seem like it's the best idea around. Yeah, yeah, it does seem kind of it makes us look kind of dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. and something too at the Oasis of Hope. I mean, 
God is there. We have worship every morning. It's such a different contrast to, I've actually, for some reason, I've had three or four people in my life that I've taken them to their cancer treatments. I don't know why God has put this in my life to have, you know, actually be there for people that have cancer, not the way Rob treated his, but, you know, taking them to the hospitals and and I would take them a lunch because I just thought, oh, I don't want you to eat that lunch. I, I can make something better, you know, but um, at Oasis of Hope, it's just the integrative part that you would hope. It's how is your spiritual health? How is your emotional health? How is your diet? Like all those things they know play a role. It's not just one thing. And they do, they just give hope there. Their, that's their number one thing is quality of life and hope. And I love, Rob, when you share the, the quote from Dr. Contreras about the tumors. Oh, yeah, that's something I've told, shared with everybody. Um, when we first got there, they they said, uh, if, 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 when you cut, because normally you go back in every six months or every three months, but every six months, they said their, their, their hope is that there will be no growth in the first six months. And if there is no growth after the first treatment, um, they're happy. If the tumors shrink in the first six months, they uh, pat themselves on the back. And then he goes on to say, and this is, this is the founder of the, the, the clinic, son, and, and the clinic is just celebrating 60 years. Oasis mm-hmm. of Hope, but he says, and then he says, but if the cancer disappears in six months, we drop to our knees and thank God, because we know we're not that good. So yeah. as I, as I tell people that story, I say, so needless to say, we've been on our, on our knees thanking God quite yes. a bit because we've, uh, we've been blessed. And honestly, just so excited to come back and see the oncologist at the hospital here to say, you know, there's no evidence of disease. We have PET scans, we have proof, like do you want to know what we did so you can share it with your other patients? It's like, nope. Nope. Can't let, can't nope. let. No interest. Let, can't like, get oh. the foot in the door of, 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 of an alternative idea or information. Yeah. But yeah. It, it's very frustrating and, and saddening. Yeah. I mean, I wrote, I wrote letters to my insurance company and said, look at the results. Look how I'm doing. I said, I've, I've said, I've saved, I'm saving you tens of thousands of dollars on chemo because you would have covered that. I said, at least look. And they said, nope, it's investigational. We can't cover it. Wow. That's just so, incredible. Yeah, I'm, I am, I, and that's the other thing too, Jim. Is is I'm fortunate. I've been able to afford all these expenses, but if you don't have the extra cash flow, it's not an option to go someplace to get this treatment. Granted, yes, everybody can change their diet, and that's a huge impact on its own. But to get the additional boost. Um, it's expensive and, and, and it's, it, it's not available to everyone if they can't afford it. So that's the other frustrating And that's thing. probably what bothers you the most. Yeah. I just, I, it, it, you know, why should such a small select percentage of, of people be able to benefit from it? But, uh, I, I, I feel like there's getting a foot in the door because there is a treatment that is now available in the U S it's not covered by insurance. So I'm sure it's still expensive, but that, uh, at least it's in the U S core T or T core car T car T it was developed by a doctor in Pennsylvania who was treating, uh, leukemia and he's been having uh, a history of 10 year successes. So it's, um, it's the same kind of thing, it's the same kind of it's, thing. It boosts your T cells to go after the cancer cells. With your own wow. Yeah. So that's, there's hope. Our yeah. doctor in Mexico, it is coming to the U S you guys just hold your horses. It's coming. So, <laughs> That's their prayer. Yeah. Most people I talk to and myself personally, um, once you get your diagnosis and, um, and then you become a thriver 
especially. Right. How, how has this changed your life as far as the direction you were going or your mindset? Or... Well, uh, through the, I mean, I, I've always been, um, uh, I've been a lifelong Lutheran. Uh, mm-hmm. But over this last five year process, me and Jesus have been become gotten on a first name basis. Uh, so it's it's helped me spiritually immensely. Um, I've adapted adopted uh, several sayings, and one of them is, is I'm not going to ruin today worrying about tomorrow because no one's guaranteed it tomorrow. Um, and 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 it's interesting too because I always used to tell the kids when we're grow- when they're growing up, don't sweat the small stuff, and it's all small stuff. Well last five years we ran into something that was was not necessarily small stuff but 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 because of that attitude we got through it we we didn't let it become our life and take over our life um because i'm still working because uh, uh rachel is with me to uh help me on this adventure we call it our cancer adventure mm-hmm. um, you know one of the things i was going to touch on from you said before you know um uh rachel helped uh helped her mom when her stepdad was dying of cancer, she helped her sister when her brother-in-law was dying of cancer. Um, plus she also helped my mom when she was dying of cancer. So we all know someone who's died of cancer. And if you really look at it, um, do we know very many people who've, who've lived long after cancer treatment? I don't know. I, maybe, maybe they don't talk about it loud enough. Um, but we all know people who've died of cancer and, and I, I'd like to, I'd like to hope that someday people will know a lot more people who have battled right. and survived. I don't want to say beat cancer because as, as far as I know, we all have cancer cells floating around. Um, yeah. And I don't, I don't use the term cancer free because I don't think any of us are cancer free and I don't want to push my luck, but um, I would love to, I would love to be in a world where everybody knows uh, more people who battled and survived rather than people who died from cancer treatment complications. Because most people that die, and again, I know you'll have to edit this if, if I say anything wrong. I appreciate, <laughs> appreciate you letting me talk. Um, but um, most people that die because of cancer, it's because of the treatment or the complications of treatment. Not many people actually die of cancer because they're convinced they have to treat it traditionally. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I you know, I've said this before, but I have so many people... Once they found out I had cancer and then I'm still alive. I mean, they gave me a, a month or two to live. Um, wow. And, and I obviously didn't pay attention to that. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't listening. And, yeah. Of course, I'm a procrastinator anyway, so maybe that's what it is. <laughs> but, but they always, people always say, yeah, I have an uncle that had cancer. And then, you know, and then he went into remission and, that I always make the mistake of saying, Oh, how's he doing now? And it's always, Oh, it came back and he was going like a month. Oh, and, yeah. and then they realize, Oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, right. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you want to know, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you want, you want to hear success stories. You want to hear that people are beating the odds and, uh, um, yeah. th- there is just too much. I mean, I, I it always amazed me that the second place I was going for my natural treatments, high dose vitamin C and ozone and, and a bunch of other things, you know, even mistletoe. I mean, that's becoming more and more um, mainstream again, and it's actually been around for a long time. But um, it always amused me when I go to my my appointment and I'd see people who were because who uh, they closed at lunch, and 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 I'd see people at parked in front. They're trying to get their 
their big cheeseburger sandwiches from Wendy's or McDonald's down before they go in for their treatment. I just always thought they're not getting the whole story here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And of course those, those stories that I got, it was, it was always, you know, they did the, uh, the, the regular treatment of chemo and all that stuff. And so yep. it didn't change their lifestyle. So I knew right. what the outcome right. was going to be anyway. Yeah, we've learned that, 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 that traditional medicine doesn't include very much uh, nutrition uh, information yeah. for doctors. I think, it, I think it has a lot more information about fear tactics to motivate people than it does uh, nutrition to help them change their ways. Well, even one reason why I love Healing Strong so much, some things I hadn't really thought of as much until Healing Strong was, you know, some people really do have to get emotionally healthy too. So even if they can help their cancer, but they're still holding on to unforgiveness or some kind of trauma they haven't let go. I mean, things like that aren't taught in our hospitals and mm -hmm. it's such a big help. And, and Jim, I thought of one other thing too, that uh, answer to your question about how, how this has changed. And I don't know how much of it is. I, I think a lot of it is my, my, my cancer walk, I guess. But um, um, a couple of years ago, I decided to stop listening to talk radio and I listened to Caleb uh, music and, 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 and whether I was inspired to do that or it just happened, but it, 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 um, it's a way better way to start your day. Um, yeah. uh, so I just, I've, I've told a lot of people about that, that, uh, we want, we all want to be around pleasant people and we like to think we are pleasant people. And, and if you can, if you can not get grumpy about political talk radio, um, uh, and you've, and you've just been singing along with some nice songs, it's, uh, it makes for a, a, a better experience for the people around you as well. Yes, definitely. I'm, I'm definitely pro Christian radio. Since yes. <laughs> there for 30 years of my life. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, we just, uh, a few weeks ago, we finished the, the third season of uh, chosen and we're looking forward uh, to the fourth, fourth season. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I, yeah. That's, that's amazing, Chosen. Yeah. It just changed. And I, again, I was, I was thinking I was brought from the hospital to the pew. I mean, I've been in church all my life. <laughs> and that's um, wonderful. Yeah, the Chosen. It, it just, it just makes it so much. They get so much personality to all the yes. people in, in the Bible. Where you know the right. Bible doesn't give the personalities as much. But I thought, yeah, I know, I know, Jesus had a sense of humor. I mean, of course he did. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, he wasn't real serious and looking like he was not feeling well the whole time, like some movies mm -hmm. show him. Right. Man, yeah. This is amazing. Anyway, I'm not here to, to necessarily push that because they're not paying me. They're not paying me. For that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but hey, it was it's been uh, a pleasure talking to you. How can people get a hold of you if they want to know more about your story? There's a lot of ways. I don't know if I can give you my phone number or, or email or what, but uh, well, that's, that's, my website, that's our whole purpose. We've, 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 I've talked to people from, from Spain to Indiana, Annapolis to California personally. And, and just, I, I would, I'd be open to anybody calling, wanting to talk. And I can, mine's Rob Clausen at yahoo.com. And I would be glad to share information because uh, just, to, I mean, I've done testimonials, video and, and, and written for Oasis because if someone is looking at, at making a, a leap of faith, they, it's, most people would like to talk to somebody who's been there, done that and had a, a, a positive yes. experience. 
So, um, but yeah, there's a lot of people go down there as a plan B and they, they still have, sometimes they have a tough time, but, but. uh, And not everybody needs to go there. No, not everybody does. Cause you know, I don't, I've done a lot of different things in addition to um, Chris Works and uh, Oasis of Hope. Uh, I've done um, numerous other things that, could have been the one that made the difference and who knows you know the laying on of hands yeah. that are at our lutheran church that could have been what did it i don't know yeah. <laughs> yeah. and i do have a website address i can give you that has rob's cancer journey on there and it has sure. um all kinds of links of just different things that we did and anyway so that's um desert health management.com Okay. And so they'll just go out. They'll do, there'll be a link for Rob's cancer journey, but there's also a link to our Healing Strong meetings on there too. So if someone wants to join our meetings, they can either go on healingstrong.org, obviously, and put our names in there, or they can go on our website and they can see what lesson we're doing, and they can email me for the Zoom link. Because yeah, because we do we do uh, meetings in person, then we also in the evening do a Zoom meeting. So and you are all in. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> and we do it twice a month, so that's four a month. <laughs> Except for the summer. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have a little break in the All summer. Right. But we hope to see you this well, summer, Jim. Maybe we'll get to meet well, you at the we're hoping to go to the um Houston conference, hopefully. That would be fun. Yeah. September September twenty ninth and thirtieth. I'll be there. I was just looking at flights this morning. So okay. yeah, I'd love to put put a face to the names and uh, of course uh, I've been saying I want to give Chris Wark a big hug. And Susie. Yeah, I'll bring my best face. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll bring the only one I have. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have a couple. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. I know it will bless a lot of people. Appreciate your time, Jim. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We hope it brings you encouragement on wherever you are on your journey. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please consider giving us a five-star rating and maybe say something good about Allie. She's so fragile. Also, if you haven't already, go to our website at healingstrong.org and check out the info on our 10-year celebration coming up September 29th and 30th at the Met Church in Houston. You don't want to miss that. And consider joining our membership program. Healing Strong is a nonprofit organization that depends on donations from friends like you that want to help us spread hope. And finally, if you're not in a group, you can find one near you. Join a virtual one or learn how to start one of your own, like I did. All that information can be found at healingstrong.org.